Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This week's show, Weird Ways to Actualize Money. You might have heard them before. You might have even heard me talk about them before, and that's okay. You might hear something new today. You might, you know, receive it on another level today. Whatever it is, just, uh, just enjoy. So, number one way, weird way to actualize money. <clears throat> and you can also receive a whole free clearing loop on all of the uh, oaths and vows, which is what we're gonna talk about. So one of the things from other lifetimes that we might have, and even this lifetime, that we might have actually uh, chose to do is have oaths and vows from, you know, to not have money, to be in poverty, to uh, never have enough, to only just get by. I mean, there's so many different ways that, that you can do the wording of that, and so this is one weird way to actualize more money is to actually clear those oaths and vows. Now, in the tools that I use with Access Consciousness, there's, there's a way to do it, and I'm, I'm gonna say it a, f a few times in a few different ways so you can get the energy of it. Uh, and you might have another way that you like to use, go ahead and use that. But just recognize that sometimes clearing that stuff that might not be as obvious to you uh, can really make a difference. So the, the phrasing for the clearing is all of the oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything that I haven't mentioned that you have to never actualizing all of the money that you would like from any level, layer, lifetime, universe, reality, and anywhere I haven't mentioned, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop-pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that is the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. You can go to theclearingstatement.com for more information about how it works. But just know that it is like a magic wand. And the more that you run that, the more that you will have... Uh, space, I guess, is the best way. You clear all of the energies of whatever's coming up with, with in this regards to this, to this um, clearing that we're running. And it's basically all of those things that you probably don't have cognitive awareness or memory of saying. And it's really a bizarre thing because once you start clearing that stuff, it'll start showing up differently in your life. And will it automatically mean, you, you know, your income will double overnight? I mean, it may, and it may not be quite as, you know, a blue, as obvious as that. There might be other things. You might notice that you start receiving compliments with more ease. You might notice that you start receiving, um, you know, just deliciousness in your life, and it may show up as money also. But all of those oaths and vows are things that we've said and agreed to in other times and mostly other lifetimes, but of course it can be from this lifetime too, where we totally limit what is actually possible for us. So the more that we're willing to clear those 
And it's not that you have to spend hours clearing these either, guys. It really, really isn't. If you were to take, say, like a foundation, which is the one of the core classes of Access Consciousness, there's a lot of other things that you can do that are, you know, in place of this in a sense. Uh, but because we're doing a Facebook Live, uh, we're just kind of talking about it as this is one of the things that you can do on your own. And... Uh, and you can get the the f free clearing. So years ago, I did a radio show called, I think it was actually called that, Clearing the Oaths and Vows to Money. And then you, so you can actually, I mean, you can go listen to that radio show for free, but you can download the, the clearing loop, the audio and the written from that show and just listen to it over and over. So you can access that um, on the link below, uh, above, wherever it may be here, uh, that you can find it and you can go and just grab that. And it just, it's one of those things, at least in my experience, running it once, you know, so the one that I just did, I'll run a couple more, but the one that I just did, running it once, uh, you may have some, you know, you may have a sense of space after running it once, but a lot of times with oaths and vows, there's more. <laughs> Chances are if you took an oath and a vow in one lifetime, you've possibly taken it in others also. So I kind of feel like the more that you run those loops, the the deeper the clearing, you know? So so those that's why I like to do those things on loops and have them accessible for you. So all of the oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything that you may have to never receiving all of the money that you would like to receive, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, discern, and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pepak, shorts, boys, and beyonds. All of the oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything that I haven't mentioned that you have to poverty from any lifetime level, universe, reality, any, anywhere I haven't mentioned. Whew. Will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate all those? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pudpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. All of the oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything that I haven't mentioned that you may have to only ever having just enough money from every lifetime, space, dimension, reality, universe, anywhere I haven't mentioned, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pipoc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Any oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything that I haven't mentioned that you may have to never being the wealth, money, and cash that you truly be from any level, layer, lifetime, universe, reality, anywhere I haven't mentioned. Will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt-puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now that might sound a little bit funny to, to be the money, uh, wealth, and cash. And it actually is what we be. we be. We be oneness. We be everything. 
If you've ever uh, taken part or read Gary's book of How to Become Money, which was written 33 years ago, uh, he just said the other day, it was 86, and it was, it's an amazing, an amazing real financial reality changing uh, book kind of workbook that you go through and it's it's so phenomenal and so with that it really is about us acknowledging that we be money money isn't just the paper or the plastic or the coins that's one one version of money money is money is everything well not money is everything um that's one version of money. That's the best way to say it. But there's, there's money is, money is an energy. And so we be oneness, we be energy. It's so, so much space, so many possibilities with that. And so the more that we be money, the more that we'll also actualize that form of it in terms of cash or, uh, you know, plastic or whatever. Here in Canada, we have kind of these they're more plastic bills now they're supposed to be able to withstand washers and dryers and stuff like that so i call it plastic money but of course credit cards could also be seen as a plastic money but we actually be it we actually be it if we're willing to be it now if we see it as separate to us then this is a whole different energy right because then we're putting it separate we're we're going okay money's over there and i'm here so I can want it and I can wish for it and I can hope for it, but I'll never ever have it because it's over there and I'm here. So if you're willing to be money, you be it. You actually be it and there's no longer separation between you and it. So uh, any oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything that I haven't mentioned that you have, to hmm. to never asking for the money that you truly desire from any level layer lifetime universe reality anywhere but mentioned will you revoke recant rescind renounce denounce or claim destroy and uncreate all that Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put off shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yes. So a lot of times with asking, you know, many of us were taught that we, it's wrong to ask. Like, right, if you go to a friend's house and they say, um, you know, would you like a glass of milk? Then the the nice thing, the polite thing, the right thing to say is, yes thank you even though you would rather have some juice or you'd rather have some water whatever it is it's like the the, the nice thing we're taught to uh, take what we're given as opposed to ask for what we'd like say like wow thanks for that offer could i have juice instead or a beer or whatever it might be and and so it's like that energy of like that asking and are you willing to ask for what you would like and there's probably people and situations that you are willing to ask for what you'd like. What you want to be aware of is the places you're not. And it's not that you have to rush out and do it. You know, if you know that you would never ask the, I don't know, the bus driver uh, for money, uh, you just want to clear that. 
because that's just a really interesting energy. It's just a really interesting uh, point of view and the judgments that are there and you just clear it. And then if there was ever a time that would create greater, then you have more possibilities. And this is what I like to be aware of just in my everyday life is, you know, where am I not willing to do something or be something or ask for something or receive something? Because uh, that gives me information. Plus, I can change it. I can clear it. And then what else might actually be possible from that spaciousness? And a lot of times people get really stuck in the judgment of themselves of, oh my gosh, I should have asked that person for money and I didn't. And, you know, and they judge themselves. It's like, don't stop the judgment. That's not going to get you anywhere. Just go, wow, that's some really interesting information. And just see it as that. It's just information. And you can change it as long as you don't judge it. <sighs> I'm going to say that again. <laughs> you can change it as long as you don't judge it. So that's really the more that you stay out of the judgment with it, the more easy it is to, to change it and then to actually be able to ask for what you'd like or to receive what you'd like or be what you'd like, whatever it might be. Years ago, I was... Um, I've been in business since 2002 and, and I did a lot of private sessions. I did a lot of mediumship readings and stuff like that. And I was probably about three or four years into business and I had a guy come out and I did a session for him. It was an amazing session. And as I was walking him to the door, he hadn't offered to pay. Now I was very aware of this. I was very aware that I needed to ask him to pay me and I could not. It was the most uncomfortable I've probably ever really been in that type of a situation. And he's literally walking out the door and I'm not saying a thing. It was more important to me to not ask him for the money <laughs> than to be paid, even though I really, really <laughs> desired to be paid. I was not willing to ask for it. And he could have kept walking and he was from out of town. He was actually from about a seven hour drive away. And this was way before, I mean, I even had a credit card machine. Uh, people used to send me checks, believe it or not. Um, there was no such thing as e-transfer back then. Like literally, if he would have kept walking, I would have done that session for free to avoid asking him to pay me. Like this is, you know, when I look back at that, it's like, wow, that, and that's, that was my level of receiving back then. And what occurred is I was watching him walk down like the, the sidewalk to his car and he got just about to where he would turn the corner to his car and he stopped and he went, wait a minute. And he turned around and he looked at me and he said, I didn't pay you. And I was like, you didn't? Oh my God. Wow. I can't believe that. I totally played as though I forgot to, even though I was standing there going, I should just ask him, I should just ask him, I should just ask him. And luckily he, you know, remembered and it was such a, such an interesting thing. And I'll tell you what, I judged myself so much for that. Uh, and then I found a way in what I would do is I would ask before we even left the session room, I would say, so how would you like to pay? And, um, you know, what do you know if they had cash or if they had check again, this was years and years ago. Uh, but it was like, I had to find a way that was way more comfortable than waiting for him to almost be in his car. 
And this is this is the stuff like, you know, now if that occurred, I'd be like, OK, cool. There's some information and I can change it and look at the points of views. Uh, but back then it was just like I, I'm I'm a horrible business person. I mean, I had so many points of views about it. So it's like that to me is that it, that's great information. And those are things you want to look at now. You don't necessarily have to look at them, dissect them, spend tons of time with them, but you do want to be aware of them. Be like, wow, I wasn't willing to ask that person for that money. I wonder what that is. Like, what is that? What is that? Is it the person? Is it the situation? Is it what the money's for? And sometimes it might be oaths and vows. You might have oaths and vows to, to certain people with regards to money. So let's look at that. So any oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything that I haven't mentioned that you have to anyone to never receiving money from them from any level, layer, lifetime, universe, reality, anywhere I haven't mentioned, will you revoke or can't rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and meons. Now, chances are that one would work a little bit better if you had a specific person, um, you know, just kind of blanket anyone. I'm not saying it won't work. A lot of times clearings work a little bit more specific to the energy, but hey, you know what? We're gonna do it, we're gonna try it out. But if, as I was talking about that, you're like, man, I was never able to, you know, receive money from that person. Do that one with their with their name in it. And however you refer to them. Let's say it was your mom and you called her mom, put mom in there. If you if it was your mom but you always called her by her first name, put the first name in there, however you refer to the person. The other one, <laughs> this is kind of a funny one, but I'll run it first and then I'll explain it. So any oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything that I haven't mentioned that you have to always paying anyone, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so if you have somebody in your life where you're just constantly, um, you know, paying them for something, and not, it doesn't necessarily have to be paying them, uh, but giving them money, uh, in in some way and you don't necessarily ask a question about it before you do it or you don't feel like you have a choice um, like that sort of an energy it just kind of clears that because that can be other lifetimes too uh, I had a guy that I used to take all of his programs and it wasn't of interest to me <laughs> it sounds so funny again this is probably about 10 years ago and anything he would put out on uh, video creation type thing I would buy and I was like, this is ridiculous because I don't do that. Like this, the, the, the video creation stuff, like I don't do what he was doing, but I would buy his programs. And so finally, I don't know if we talked about it in a class or how it came up and I was like, wow, I have oaths and vows to paying him. Uh, so, you know, just being aware of that too. And, and again, oaths and vows aren't, you know, it's not like you're a victim and this is just, you have to clear all of these and it's going to take you 10 years before you can choose something different. Please know that that's not this at all. It's just sometimes clearing oaths and vows will create the space for you to choose different. But if you noticed you are constantly clearing oaths and vows and like there's no other choice, you might be kind of into the victim of I can't do anything and this is the only way and kind of like from a distraction energy. So you want to be aware of that for sure. Yeah. 
So any oaths, vows, commitments, contracts, promises, obligations, communities, fealties, anything I haven't mentioned that you have to not continuously actualize way more money than you can spend with total ease and joy and glory from any lifetime level universe reality in any way I haven't mentioned. Will you revoke, recant, sin, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, but box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And I would love to invite you guys. I have a really cool Zoom coming up. It's a one-time call, July 31st. It is called Wealth, Money, Cash. Having more money than you can spend. And it is all about the new stuff that's coming out in Access with clearing the stratifications that are limiting you. Because really, I mean, how many stratifications do you have ensuring that you can't have more money than you can spend? Right? Is it time to change that? So if it is, come and join us. I also have a afternoon class. You can either join us in person here at our acreage, bring your bathing suit, uh, or you can join us online. We're going to uh, live stream it around the world. Money doesn't give a fuck on August 24th from 1 o'clock to 4.30 uh, in the afternoon. And that is mountain time, so Alberta time. And if you go to the webpage, you'll be able to find the time in your area. Then September 1st, something so freaking awesome, especially if you live in London, come and come to in person. Alan Jones and I are gonna be offering a outrageous tools to create the cash you want. And that is also available online. So you can join us via live stream or in London, England. And I also have something I can tell you about it, but you can't find any information about it just yet. I've got the How to Become Money Workbook, 100 times, 100 days for a freaking $100. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh. We are going to do the questions in that book 100 days in a row. Yep, it's time. Let's do it. I have heard Gary Douglas say that if you do that, you can actualize a hundred million dollars. Now, is that a guarantee? Of course not. Will it increase your level of receiving? Well, I know it will increase mine. <laughs> I'm just finishing up. Uh, next month will be this last month, six months of doing the workbook every two weeks with a group of people. I am so excited to do it once a day for a hundred freaking days in a row. So you'll get information about that soon, but just put that in your hip pocket and it's a hundred bucks, sweet friends, 100 buckaroonies. All right, let's carry on. Another weird way to actualize money is to wait for it. <laughs> ask for it. Yes, ask for it. Now, Asking is in a lot of different ways. So of course, actually asking for it, like asking, hey, can I have the money now, please? Which is one of the tools from Access Consciousness is you just look at everything around you. I look at my lights for my video. Can I have the money now, please? I look at my computer. Can I have the money now, please? I look outside at my swimming pool. Can I have the money now, please? Looking at trees, at animals, at people, going into stores, go, like, can I have the money now, please? Where you're actually just training yourself to ask for it. So you're not going into, I can't do that, it's wrong, that's, that's horrible, it's greedy, like all of those which are of course just very interesting points of views. Can I have the money now please? 
start asking for it. Now, the other piece of asking for it that I would like you to be really aware of is the asking for it from everything you're thinking and saying and doing. Because everything that we think, we say, we feel, all of that are asks. So if you are spending an hour with a friend talking about how horrible money is and how hard it is and there's never enough, mm -hmm, guess what you're asking for? Yeah. So it's not that you have to be perfect at it. It's not that you have to do it for, you know, 100% of the time for you to actually start, you know, creating what you're asking for in terms of what you'd really like. And you do need to be asking for it way more. We're going to be way, way, way more aware of what you're thinking and feeling and saying. Because it's not congruent. If you're asking for, let's say you would like an additional... $10,000 a month and 90% of your time you're focusing on how much money you don't have and how hard money is and how difficult it is and how there's a recession and how there's never enough and it, you're not actually asking for what you'd like and it does become a retraining it really at least for me it was and I'm not perfect at it by any means and there is this like retraining in in that when you start going down that rabbit hole, when you start going where everyone else goes, probably not everyone, but most other people go, you wanna stop and look at, okay, what would I really like to create here? And this is, this is my go-to question with that sort of stuff because when I'm going down that crazy, it doesn't feel good. There's a heaviness to it, there's a denseness to it and so with that, when I start to get that, it's like, oh, it's like, wait, what would I actually like to create here? And then turn that into a cognitive ask of what you would like, where you're actually going into like, hey, I wonder what it would be like to have more money show up today than I never imagined possible. Like, I wonder what that would be like. Huh. I wonder, I wonder who I could call today that would actualize money in my bank account right away. I wonder who that would be. I wonder what it would be like to double my income this month with total ease and joy and glory. Like, I wonder what that would be like. I wonder what it would be like to have more money than I could spend. Hmm. I wonder what that would be like. Where you go into, and I'm, I'm using I wonder, you can use whatever way you like to formulate a question. A lot of people like to ask the question from uh, like what, what would it take for more money to show up right away? That's cool. Personally, for me, what would it take questions often trigger me to think about it. If they say, okay, well, what would it take for more money to show up right away? Usually then I go, okay, well, it would take me doing A, B, C, and D. And that's not what we're looking for. Now, we may have an awareness of something to do or f someone to phone or whatever. Like, we may have an awareness. But if it's from the logic of, okay, well, if I'd like more money, then I need to do this and this and this. That's not the energy we're looking for. So a lot of people love what would it take for blah, blah, blah to show up. Please keep asking that way if you love that. It just, I find for me, I wonder is way more expansive. 
And it just puts it like, I wonder, I wonder what that would be like. I wonder what it would be like to have all of the money that I've ever spent in any lifetime to show up in my bank account right away. Like, I wonder what that would be like. <sighs> I wonder what it would be like to have more money than I could spend. Like, what would that be like? And you just wonder and you become the wonder woman and the wonder man that you actually have always been. Uh, it's just often we're doing it in a way that doesn't create greater. And it's a lot of times it's from the habit. It's not, I, I was saying this morning, I was doing a, a, a group thing with, with some really amazing people. And I said, you know, it's easier to distract ourselves. And I was like, no, 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 it's actually not easier. It's just a habit. We've created these habits and the habit to talk about what isn't working is such a huge habit that it does take, as I said earlier, at least for me, retraining. So that when I recognize I'm talking about something that I don't really desire, I'm telling a story, what we're doing then is we're creating more of that. We're asking for more of that. It's not what we would like. So what would I actually like to create here? Well, I'd like to create more money. Okay, so what could I ask for that would actualize more money showing up? Ask for more money. <laughs> So the asking piece to me has a few different things. So we can be asking and, you know, so if somebody owes you money, what about asking them for it? Now, sometimes just phoning them up and saying, hey, you know what? Remember that whatever money, can I have it now, please? Sometimes it's that. Sometimes it's asking through a lawyer. Some, you know, you just want to follow the energy. What's going to create the greatest? Some, like there's lots of different ways to ask. Uh, sometimes it's, uh, you know, just energetically asking. Energetically, when somebody owes you money, you can think about them and you can direct energy to them and flow it through them and then pull it through them and then pull it to you. And basically you're cycling the energy between you and them. And, um, sorry, not cycling. You're pulling the energy from them. Sorry. <laughs> I was doing a whole other energy thing. So you're basically pulling universal energy through them into you and through you and you just keep pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling and send the message that you'll stop once they pay you because when we pull people's energy like that uh, if there's something like that where they owe you money that's all they'll be able to think about they'll be like oh man I really got like I owe them money and they'll you know and so when you send energetically the message hey I'll stop this once you pay it, a lot of people will just go and pay it because they just they don't like that constant reminder of what they haven't done yet. Um, so yes, so it's not the flowing as I was talking about before. It's actually at the pulling and you're pulling universal energy. So you're pulling energy through them, through you and out through you. And you're just pulling and pulling and pulling and sending the message. Hey, you know what? I'll stop when you pay me. And then it's not always enough. So sometimes you're doing that and you're phoning them and saying, hey, you know what, here's my email to bank transfer me or here's my PayPal account or whatever it might be. So you want to also be willing to ask that way too. Be willing to ask and look at those points of views when you're not. You know, what is that? If you're not willing to ask somebody for, for the money, whether that's something that they bought from you, something that they owe you, uh, what is that? And would you be willing to? 
And if you're not, then cool. Don't have to force yourself, but just clear those points of views, whatever they might be. There might be that you, maybe you saw your parents never ask. So you took it as the message of you shouldn't ask people for money. It's wrong to, who knows? I mean, there's a billion things. doesn't really matter what it is. What you want to do is you just want to clear it so that you actually have choice so that you can actually be aware of that. Like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm totally going to ask that. I remember my husband years ago, he had lent one of his uh, children money and she was an adult and is an adult. <laughs> and I kind of always had this interesting point of view that if you, if you did that for a child, you basically were just giving them the money and it didn't, it wasn't like it was, it wasn't our money. It was money he had. So, you know, if he didn't get it back, that was, there was nothing in it for me, but I was just like, wow, you know, he, is he going to be okay with that? And what was interesting was about six months later, the government here in Canada had done this, like some sort of a GST, I don't know, tax rebate thing. And so each household was getting a certain amount of money depending on how many kids you had. So as soon as he heard that, he just, oh, he's like, oh, she'll have the money. So he just phoned her up and said, hey, you know, the government's doing this. So when yours comes in, you can just send it to me. And it was just like, Wow, he had no point of view about asking for it, which also ensured that he actually received it. Because she was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly what occurred. So when it came in, you know, he sent, she sent what she owed to him and it was done. And I was like, man, that's a lot of no drama trauma right there. Like just the, and, and he knew obviously when he asked her or when, when he loaned it to her that he would have no problem asking for it back. And it's like, wow. Wow. And not that that's the right way or the wrong way, but I know when I was, you know, before all of the, the GST stuff and all that, it was like, man, is this going to cause a problem? And it was like, no, because he's willing to ask for it. And he's that sort of guy. I mean, he, he would never, ever, ever hesitate asking. Um, he's a great inspiration for me in that way. And, and so it's like that, if you're willing to ask, and what would stop a person being willing to ask is just really interesting points of views that it's wrong, it's mean, it's unkind, it's rude. It's like all of those things. Those are really interesting points of views that all you need to do is use the interesting point of view tool on it of interesting point of view. I have that point of view, interesting point of view that it's rude to ask for money, interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Interesting point of view that it's mean to ask for money. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Like whatever the points of views that pop up and you don't have to list them like that. You can just kind of be in the energy of it and running, you know, just over and over. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view to clear those so that you actually then have the space that you would actually then be able to ask and then also be willing to receive from everything. As I talked about earlier, you know, asking everything. Can I have the money now, please? Can I have the money now, please? It becomes quite a fun little exercise, especially if you're out on a walk. You know, you see an ant. Can I have the money now, please? You see, you know, a tree. Can I have the money now, please? Or you're in a mall. You can ask the things in the stores. You can ask the people walking by. I mean, maybe not out loud, although you could. <laughs> Depends how much you're willing to receive, I guess. Uh, you know, but, but the willingness to ask for what you would like. And, and it doesn't necessarily even have to be money, but the asking piece, even though, you know, this is a weird way to actualize more money. That's why it is a weird way is because most people aren't willing to ask. 
Most people aren't willing to receive the potential judgment back that the person might say or have about the situation. Uh, and then the other piece is, to me, it's the the number one of all things, whether it's money or not, whatever it is that you would like, what are you saying and thinking and feeling? If you're paying attention to those, then you'll get a sense of what needs to change because what you're asking for is in your life right now. So you want to look at right now what's going on. So if your money isn't where you'd like it to be, where are you asking it to be what it is? Do you have friends you hang out with and you constantly talk about how horrible it is? Do you have, do you just do that in your head? You don't even, it doesn't have to be external. You can just be doing it all by yourself. But you want to look at that because everything in your life is what you've asked for. So where can you be changing your asks and how can you be changing your asks for something different? And a lot of times it's just to get out of the habit of talking about how horrible it is. In the How to Become Money workbook, uh, they talk about the, the storms. There was it, the, the class that it was taken at. They were done in, um, around New York. And it was, there were some like really bad snowstorms in that year. And so the, they were talking about how if we stopped, basically if we stopped making such a big deal about the weather, the weather wouldn't happen to that degree. And it's like, it, it's like, how much do we do that? And I myself have been totally in it this year. There's been a lot of rain here and stuff. And so we talk about that a lot instead of asking for what we would like. Now, I don't mean that it should always be sunny and hot here because we do need rain and sunshine and, and everything. But if we stop making a big deal of it, if we stop making it the story to tell to get the attention, you know, then what might we create? What would we like to create? How much more would we like to create? How much more money would you like to receive? How much complaining would you have to stop about money to receive the amount of money you would like to receive? <laughs> How does it get any better than that? Thank you so much for listening in, guys. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you, and I look forward to chatting with you next week.